Cliff Schechter is in today for Jeff Stein. He's kind enough to join us. We've got a lot to talk about with what's going on in Washington, D.C. He is uh, joining us from, are you in the beautiful the Metroplex of Cincinnati? I am in, indeed in that beautiful Metroplex. What happened to my, okay, I've got Jamar Chase on my fantasy football team. What the heck happened? <laughs> Dude, like, this is this last, like, this last week or two in the, the in the Schechter family household and, like, sports and music has just been such a disaster. There's the Bengals opening game. There's, like, Jason Dominguez of the Yankees. You know, there's uh, my, my older son uh, is an enormous Aerosmith fan, and they just had to cancel a bunch of shows. Yeah. Of, of Steven Tyler's vocal cords. Like, that's my son's favorite band, and my son is a singer, and actually where I am right now is where his lessons are, um, and, and all that stuff. And so, you know, that's his idol. And so we're having a rough time, man. I don't know what went on with the Bengals, but that didn't look like any team, especially right after Burrow signed that new huge contract. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, they, got their, their, uh, they got Baltimore this weekend. Hopefully they can right the ship, but I, I'm a little concerned, to say the least. It's, it's, that's a home game, right? It is, yeah. and so they. I mean, I don't even think it's sort of that they they have to write this ship because the last two seasons, the reason they were in the trouble they're in is they started off terribly. You know, lost the first two of three or three or four, or whatever, and then had to basically run the table the rest of the season, and they still didn't have home field advantage. So, I mean, they put themselves in a hole, and I, we we're like, finally, maybe they won't do that again. And here, you know, if they win, they lose another one, they're going to be right back in that hole again. Uh, by the way, just one quick thing. I wanted to get your thoughts. It sounded like you had a take on this. Uh, we have an we have an uh, issue going on. Republicans in the state of Minnesota are really upset because you know, cops can't. You know, cops not being able to beat kids is a bad thing. We just had an audio clip I played of a state senator Jasinski down a Republican down south of the metro area yeah. talking about this. It, you know, the, it is amazing to me. Once again, here's the the grand hill that the Republicans are making their stand on: beating children in school. I mean, why are they all so corrupt and stupid? I, I mean, I, I, there's a point where I don't even know what to say anymore. Like, so let me get the. So I understand correctly, beating kids in school is good. Kneeling on the neck of a of a black man and killing him is good. But investigating Donald Trump will get you if you're in the FBI or whatever defunded. Like the most corrupt, ridiculous, clownish, treasonous president we've ever had. So it, it's like everything else with Republicans, which is. If it's happening to somebody else, and I assume they, they, that this is about that, too, that they figure it'll be happening to other people's kids, yes. maybe non-white people's kids, yes, or poor people's kids, yes, wonderful, wonderful. But if anything, if they are ever held to the slightest bit of account for the fact that they're the biggest bunch of just morons, clowns, jokers, just the biggest pile of trash, you probably heard the recent thing with Lauren Boebert getting kicked out of... Uh, <laughs> a Beetlejuice show because you wouldn't shut up. Like, I mean, they just, they walk around and just, what, I mean, I, I can't believe these people have been among us forever, but maybe they have. I just wish they would go away. I wish well, we could, if, if they want to, you know, if Marge wants to secede or whatever, why don't they just pick a couple states and all go live there in their slop and in their failed economic theories and in their voodoo belief, in, you know, in, in, in whatever they, in their, their silliness and their idiocy. Because I just, I've had it with all, all of them. I really well, have. Can we be adults and live like a democracy in the 21st century? Or do we have to deal with these lummoxes? 
Well, and you, okay, we, you brought up Lauren Boebert, and God, this makes me chuckle. Who does this? Who goes and vapes and takes pictures during a Broadway show? Who does this? And you and I both, we all, everyone here, small town, big city, we've all been there. You're at a high school football game, you're at a fair, you're in a movie, and some guy, even though it's non-smoking, tries to vape or f- smoke or, or basically starts talking the entire time. And, and then these are the yep. worst of humanity, and somehow... I, I blame the crossfire effect, which John Stewart called out a long time ago, which basically has yeah. the media contri- continues to portray these brick dumb hucksters as some sort of cohesive counterpoint to sanity. And, and I just I, I, I it is just nuts to me that this is this is like the worst. You know, how are you this much of a jackass? I mean, seriously, how are you this well, much of a jackass? There, there's how much are you this? How are you? And we've all run into these very same people and also movie theaters who won't shut up. And it's like we've all run into these very same people who are obnoxious, they're disrespectful, they're, they're just gross people. And yet here we've gone and we've chosen, not we, because the people listening here and you, me, whatever, are smart enough not to. But it's like not only are the, do we have to accept them among us, the, the, like mass groups of people have said, these are the people I want representing me. The trashiest, most disrespectful, most obnoxious, most stupid and I think the crossfire effect is a certain degree, but I think it's even more than that. It's the Fox News Republican Party effect, which is essentially told people cruelty is good. You know, like the old greed is good speech from Michael Douglas. Just, you know, from there, it's cruelty is good. Being trashy and low class is good. Disrespecting the people around you and not caring about them or what they value is good. You know, mm-hmm. being vicious and stealing stuff from other people and treating people as if they're lesser than you because of the color of their skin or who they worship, their whatever account, is yeah. good. Like, these are their values. Yeah. And they, and they prove it by sending these people to Congress. The fact that, that, the, that, that no matter what happens, even if Donald Trump's the nominee and gets his butt kicked, he's still going to get 40 or whatever, 40-something percent of the vote. Like, uh, it's amazing. And they wonder what's happened to this country. They've happened yeah. to this country. That's well, what's happened. And you and I both have said, I mean, this last election cycle, there was at least four Republicans who got caught outright lying about their resumes, outright lying about them, which used to be a death sentence for your political career. You're done. That's you're you're admired if you're a Republican, which brings me to the the main point, which I want to do this whole and you touched on it, this whole stupid idea of impeachment. The same Republican Party that has a has Trump out there admitting he has done these crimes, blatantly admitting he's done his crimes. We know he's done these crimes, say nothing there needs to be investigated. They've got George freaking Santos in the house who is clearly a is just completely lying he is he's not who he is he should have been thrown out he's got four different names yes. I, we don't even know if george santos is it anthony devolder is it <laughs> kit katara or whatever it was when he was when he was a drag queen which by the way they have a i don't have a problem with but they do yeah uh, or at least they do if it's anybody else but them like uh, I mean, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene and the Jewish lasers and all the other horrible things she's done and said. Lauren Boebert has slapped police officers, has gotten in all sorts of other trouble. The police have had to be called to her house because her her, her ex-husband was sitting there with a gun and threatening people. I mean, you know, Debbie Lesko from Arizona has a history of criminal behavior. She also changed her name. I don't know who the hell she really is, but you never even hear her come up. She's like a... Like a whole Bonnie and Clyde thing with her husband and just blamed him for all. But, like, they're just the lowest, scummiest, most dishonest, most gauche people among us. 
and the Republican Party has become like flypaper for them. It's like, are you one? Are, are you, do you have below a three-digit IQ? You know, do you dress like you just rolled out of a pigsty? <laughs> uh, you know, are you loud and smelly and obnoxious and stupid? Well, come join the, the, the GOP. We're here for you. I mean, that's well, like, that must be like their new ad. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, I can't believe that we have to even, like, answer to these people and treat them with a modicum. We didn't have to. We didn't have to. It's the Ron Paul effect. Ron Paul realized years ago, back in the in the first decade of the century, that basically you could take over the Republican Party and drive it to a far right libertarian stance by taking over the state primaries and caucuses. And he did. And this is I mean, we are now in the age of Trump. I mean, this is what happens when you drive everything as far to the right as you can. And, I mean, right now, even these Republicans who are far-right stooges are not far-right enough. They're going to get primaried by guys that basically are like nuke Minnesota. I mean, that's their whole—that'll be the whole argument. They'll, that will, I'm going to throw a nuclear bomb into Minnesota and take care of that problem. Vote for me. And he'll and get— I'm gonna, and, yeah, okay. Go ahead. Oh, well, and he'll get 45% of the vote, for God's sakes. I mean, that's that's the crazy right. part. It's This is—we've watched this slow train coming— and now they are so in, ingratiated into it, they can't get away from it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's so, you know, I was, only, I was just going to make a joke before and say, when you said they were going to drop a nuclear bomb in Minnesota, they were going to make sure they had enough time to beat all the kids there, though, before they did it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they opened, look, it started, I mean, it's hard to find where it really started, but certainly it started, with, you know, to a certain degree with Newt Gingrich getting leadership of the House. Yes. A guy who obviously has been proven over the years, my God, they called this guy some kind of like a thinker or something, to be a complete gluttonous, pathetic, you know, dishonest clown who left a wife in the hospital while she had cancer for somebody he was cheating on her with. I mean, and, and once that was leadership of the party, not just some backbench bum, you know, yelling things from the corner, but leadership – you know, that started, it started infecting all aspects of this party. And, it, yeah, it took three, you know, two, three decades or took whatever. But more and more as people like that were the ones who became, you know, were, were the ones in leadership, were the ones who were making the rules. Other people left. Look, we just heard it today. Mitt Romney's leaving. Mm-hmm. I am no Mitt Romney lover. I think Mitt Romney's, most of his policies are stupid and unworkable. Um, you know, I, I, but I think he, he, at least at times, you know, he voted for the CHIPS Act. He voted for the infrastructure bill. He voted for the, the one, you know, not enough, but at least something gun safety bill. Like he, he, he came out and his, his announcement that he was retiring and, and said that we must do something about climate change. And he said a lot of dumb things, too, to try to equate Biden to Trump. So I'm certainly not, not saying anything about him like he's perfect or whatever, but at least he's a serious person. And, and now he's leaving, and the other joker there with him, you bring up Ron Paul, I think of Rand Paul, whatever, is Mike Lee, who's a treasonous guy who, like, literally was texting with Trump trying to help the insurrection, and is an idiot who, who's just an obstructionist like, like Ted Cruz and Rand Paul, who votes against everything. And that's, that's what we're going to get now. With Romney gone, that we're going we're gonna to get from Utah something that much more resembles... Sorry, fire truck going by. No, no problem. Uh, we're going to get something much more that resembles Mike Lee, because Democrats have a pretty hard time winning in Utah unless we can pull off a miracle. I mean, so every time it just gets dumber and dumber. You know, they get dumber and dumber. 
Uh, and, and like uh, it, 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 that Pandora's box they opened with Gingrich and opened further with with the George W. Bush administration, you know, and some of that, like, you know, they kept thinking they could get away with it. I've heard even some of the never-Trumpers more recently admit it. You know, they thought they could open it a little bit. They thought that they could, could you know, lie a little bit in campaigns, you know, you know, gaslight a little bit, deny a little bit. And, like, but these guys got addicted to that. Yeah. They got addicted to the easy money from it and the easy elections. Sorry, again. No problem. Nothing's happening right near me, but they're all going by. Um, (laughs) You know, like, I mean, and and it just seems like, you know, that that Pandora's box, once it was open, just blew open. Yeah. And became, I mean, the only people who can get elected that are semi-normal anymore is if there's a split primary and somebody sneaks through a couple swing seats and, like, you know, a situation like the one in Utah where you've got someone like Mitt Romney with huge name recognition or Murkowski because of her dad and herself, huge name recognition. But but without that, like the crazy right winger is always going to win in a primary. And this is what we're going to be looking at. Well, and I think we need to come to grips. And you mentioned Romney, and, and, and this is just reality. There is no such thing as a moderate Republican anymore. Nancy Mace is out there, the Republican from South Carolina is on board with this sham investigation yep. into Biden. Um, there's, there's what, 18 districts that have Republican representatives, but Biden won. They're all on board with this right now. You know, it's in, in Minnesota, the four Republican House members uh, who, who claim to not be extremists, they, they're all on board with this. There is, there is nothing left. And when you look at, let's look, we can add in there something on a state level, Wisconsin, where they're so determined to stay in power, they're just going to impeach a Supreme Court justice just to get her off the court in time for their case about redistricting so that they can keep the state rigged in their behavior. It's, it's not, there is no such thing anymore as a moderate Republican that even the people that when they campaign, I'll work with the other side because they're running in more of a toss up district. They're lying because they're all betrothed to this far-right MAGA extremism. Yeah. I mean, there's really two types of Republicans at this point. There's about 85 to 90% of the party who are, are, are MAGA lunatics, and maybe 10 to 15% that are, that are conservatives that sort of at least won't fully 100% sell out to that MAGA garbage. Again, like a Murkowski or a, a Romney or, you know, there, there's a, a small percent of those. And I've heard of at least a few people, Don Bacon, who's from that swing district in Nebraska, he is one person who said that he's not, he's not ready to impeach. So you're basically right. But to call people just because they won't impeach somebody for no reason moderate, like they're still anti-choice. They still won't support most good bills, you know, in, in the, the Senate and the House. They're conservatives. They're just not completely crazy. There may be there. I, I would I would. The only thing I would say, if I'm going to change and be completely honest, there's one moderate Republican in the entire country left, which I think is Governor Phil Scott of Vermont. <laughs> like, I, he's not really tied to the party anymore. He's like pro-choice and for gun control and everything. I don't know. He keeps running as a Republican. It's sort of hilarious. And nobody could beat him there because it's Vermont. But, like, that may be it. There's one. And people should sort of go and take pictures of him, like the last dinosaur or something. Well, because... 
Like, they, they, they used to be filled with people like that. Well, and you remember that, don't you? I mean, I, I it just, if we are talking, you're right. I mean, this really did. The beginnings of this gears began with the Clinton winning in 92 and Newt Gingrich coming to power, and they get to George W. Bush. But then things really went off the rail with Sarah Palin, which then eventually got to Trump. I mean, it's been moving further and further here. I, I mean, I used to know a lot of Republicans. I mean, I voted for Republicans who were pro-choice, who were pro-environment. And nowadays, I don't know of any Republican who doesn't sit there and say, you know, climate change is a myth. We need to only be on fossil fuels. And you're like, what in the world is, you know, there, this is, it really is amazing to me they've been able to hold on to as much power with as, as extremist as they have become. Well, I mean, and that's all. Let me say quickly, was Durenberger from your state? Yeah, Dave Durenberger, yeah. Yeah, he's mod. He was moderate, wasn't mm-hmm. he? If memory serves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we had the same thing here from Ohio back then. Like there were actual moderates from this state. Um, I, I think it's it, you know the, the problem is is we have a thoroughly anti-democratic system. We have you know a couple, uh, you know, five people and two cows in South Dakota get as many get as many senators as California. In fact, L.A. County has like over two million people. Or something like that, maybe more. I don't remember the number is. L.A. County gets gets doesn't get two of its own senators, but there's like six or seven states smaller than it that do. So we've got we've got that we've got the electoral college, obviously, and then on top of that, the ways that we're already rigged. They further rigged it by suppressing votes and gerrymandering, creating an entire right wing propaganda apparatus that we still, for some reason, people still call news, which is a joke. And, you know, and so you add all that up. And like, no, they're nothing close to a majority, you know, but but they can still win. Like, I mean, there's maybe 30 percent of people that believe in their garbage, but their propaganda and the way they set up the voting lines and the rest can get them to the point where they can win at least 45 percent of the vote often because of all the ways they cheat and all the ways that they that they lie to people and convince people that things are true that aren't really true. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that's what we've got. I mean, our system is in real trouble. And it's because if it really were a democratic system and it really were like we were voting, um, the, you know, the, based upon what people really believe, um, then we would be fine. But we're not doing that. And so that is why we're in the situation we're in, where a minority of people who are insane are actually in contention to win in all sorts of places. Well, and this is another reason why every election, every Democrat votes, and that's just that. All right, uh, we do need to mention, I have, forgive me for not mentioning this earlier, of course, the Blue Amp YouTube channel. Uh, C. Schechter on YouTube there. Not only do you have uh, great content there, uh, you you know the Beyond Politics guys there, too. Uh, you guys are... Yeah, st- we have an interview with you up there right now, <laughs> yes, Matt. indeed we do. And uh, so I appreciate, by the way, I appreciate that. That was good fun. And you now know why I don't do video. But, uh, you know, it's just that... <laughs> It is a disturbing place. <laughs> Not true. Speaking of fire trucks. You silly boy. <laughs> so, but uh, you, you have this channel out there, and we need to get as many people subscribed because reality is, Cliff just said it, no one takes a freaking election off ever again. You have to vote. And the good news, Generation Z is doing it, and they're doing it with, with vigor, which is great, but everyone votes. That's the only way we're going to fix this problem. Uh, once again, it's the Blue Amp YouTube channel from Cliff Schechter, C. Schechter on YouTube. I'll link to everything a little bit later on. Cliff, as always, a pleasure. Thank you very much for talking me off my uh, Jamar Chase ledge, and uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you a little bit later on, okay? All right. Enjoy it up north there. Thanks for having me on, buddy.